At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Oh, I love that sound. This is a good one. You don't need to score when you have a defense like Bill Belichick, yes. the New England Patriots, Matt Judon over here. What happened last Ooh. week? What happened last week? Kirk Cousins was picking his teeth Miracle. up off the ground. He was getting sacked every play. Let's go, Matt Judon. Pats. In the last two weeks, when Christian Darisaw is not on the field for the Vikings, they are allowing a 54% quarterback pressure rate. They can't keep anyone out of the backfield without this dude on the field. Darisaw left the Dallas game early. He only played 18 snaps, and look what happened to Kirk Cousins in that game. I mean, how is the same exact thing not going to happen in this game, with the Patriots pass rush every bit as good as the Cowboys? Who's going to block Matthew Judon on this team? I mean, keep in mind, this is Kirk Cousins on Thanksgiving night. Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. And I believe the Patriots will beat the Vikings on Thursday night. Short week favors Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick will not sleep, will not eat, will not do anything but get his team ready to go there and beat the Vikings. They've beaten the Vikings five straight times. Now they had Tom Brady for each of those. But I, I just think that, that the Vikings did get exposed. Yeah, I, I have a hard time envisioning this Vikings offense consistently moving the ball against this group. One, uh, there's no weakness on the, 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 the Patriots defense, really. Oh, yeah, are you kidding me? I mean, prime time, Thanksgiving night, nothing better than that. And especially after watching that Vikings game yesterday, I'm feeling pretty confident. <laughs> what about that game makes you feel so confident? Well, you know, the Vikings, they got Justin Jefferson. Everybody wants one of those, uh, the Patriots included. But, you know, you lose your starting left tackle in Darisaw. You got the defensive player of the year lining up for the Patriots, pe rushing the passer. I mean, honestly, I could see Matthew Judon with six, seven, eight sacks on his own Thanksgiving night, hammering that turkey leg after the game because that's what primetime players do. Uh, and aside from that, Mac Jones, you know, the offense is getting going. We got a great special team. So it just feels like primetime. Kirk Cousins is still, you know, figuring it out. So I feel great about Bill Belichick and the Patriots, you know, making him play left hand. Don't stop believing. 
Rockwell with a taste Don't stop. of something that we had experienced all along this year. And to a man in here, we knew we had a very short amount of time to look inward, improve, find a way to get your bodies turned over and show up tonight and fly around. And that's all you did, fellas. I could tell by the time I got to the stadium about four hours early, half our team is damn near in their uniform ready to roll. Yes, sir. Yes. I, I cannot credit our leadership. <laughs> I cannot credit our coaching staff or anybody in this locker room that didn't even think for a second we were going to show up at this place and do what we just did. That's a really good football team over there. Yep. That's going to be a grind every single time you play them, but you trusted in each other, next snap mentality, and you guys got it done. Give it up for yourself. <laughs> Last time I checked, that game started at 7.25. That makes it a prime time football game. <laughs> Your quarterback went 30 of 37 for 299. 139 of those yards and one of the touchdowns went to Mr. Justin Jefferson. saying all year long, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Then number 26. Here's another guy. When I talked about our leadership, this is a guy that I, I, I lean on every single week. And he's been doing it for a long time. And he is a damn good leader and a great representative of what we want this organization to be all about. Game-winning touchdown, Adam Thielen caught it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then listen to this. All right, I've done this a couple times, but when you turn around after four days, all right, after four days as a football team, dig as deep as you possibly have to, to find a way, everybody in here gets a game ball. Yeah. Another team win, man. Hey, I'm telling you, this team is uncommon, man. We win as a team. That's how we win every time, man. Let's remain uncommon the rest of this way, man. Take care of yourselves this weekend. Come back ready to go and get a win against the Jets. Let's go. Yes, sir. Team on three. One, two, three, three. Coming off a nice win at home. Got that taste out our mouth from Sunday. Yes, we did in a, in a very glorious fashion. I might, I might have, well, glorious, I guess, maybe a little strong, but um, convincing. Yeah, I, mean, I would say convincing fashion. Won by a I, touchdown. I, I mean, um, yeah. I was going to say you can't expect a much better than that, but I mean, I mean, Listen, a blowout on our side would have been nice. You know, (laughs) come back and just wreck somebody would be, would make a good statement. So, um, it was, it was a good game. I don't know if I can get behind, um, calling it a complete game yet. Because, um, in, in, in fashion, in the way we've been winning this year, um, we had some things go our way. You know, I mean, that's just, um, 
You know what I mean? Like we like Yeah. No, we, um, yeah. Definitely. There's things that went our way, which I think there's things that go teams way almost every game, right? But there yeah, are sometimes yeah. where a team is just dominant, you know, and it just doesn't those circumstantial things don't even play into it. For instance, yeah. um Philly over Green Bay was dominant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they made it kind of competitive for a while, but I mean, in the end, they just kept pulling away, and then you know, and then it got ugly. So, um, it, that would be you know that would be a complete game if we ever did that, which yeah. we just haven't really done, except for against Green Bay, right out of the gate. Yeah, you know that yeah. that was that was a complete game. I mean, that was that was a great game. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. So I can't quite say we did that against the Patriots. Now I'm not taking anything away from it. I think it was a good win. You know, and I, I think it does encapsulate that spirit of this team that we're just never down and out. Um, situational masters, you know, we can borrow that phrase again. Um, we just find ways. You know, we're we're nine and two, and a minus two differential. And I think yeah. I, I think officially uh, we have set a record for the the worst differential uh, for a nine and two team of all time. Um, but you know, the uh, two losses, those two, when those are big losses, well, you're going to ha- your differential is going to be pretty small, you know? Yeah. You know, the caveat yeah. to that is that we haven't blown anybody out ourselves. So that's where, you, you know, all our games are one score games. Yeah. That's the, you, well, I was trying to find the stats thin. of that um, because they we're not the old there there are a ton of one score games in the NFL this season like if you just look at let's see if we just look at last week um week what was it 11 or 12 uh, uh we're 9 and 2 12. we already had a bye week 12 NFL scores uh because i was thinking about that because um okay so packers eagles one score game uh, Chiefs Rams was uh, 16th. So that's a two score game. 49ers 13 nothing. Uh, Chargers Cardinals 25 to 24. Obviously one point game. Raiders Seahawks 40 to 34. One score game. Jaguars Ravens 28 27. One score game. Like so, the, this knock on the Vikings that oh yeah we've won all these one score games. I'm like yeah, but I mean that's the whole that's the NFL this season. So and then the Packers Eagles even 40 to 33. One score game. Then of course you got the Steelers and Colts tonight, and then um, you go into the next week. But um, Jets got crushed by the Bears. Commanders Falcons nineteen to thirteen. Um, Buccaneers Browns twenty three seventeen. Um, yeah, so it's just let's see. Bengals Titans twenty to sixteen. Uh, Panthers beat the Broncos by tw- by thirteen. Dolphins beat the Texans by fifteen. Uh, of course, Patriots Vikings is 33 to twenty six. Uh, Bills Lions 28-25, Giants Cowboys 20 to 28. It's technically still a one score game, I think, eight point game because you, know, you can make it up in one score. So it, it, we're not like it's not like the NFL has these great teams that are just blowing everybody out. There's no 98 Vikings in the NFL right now. I mean, yeah, there's some games obviously that people are getting blown out. I mean, you know, we were on the opposite end of that. I wouldn't say that Philly was blown out. What was that? 27 to 10 or 27 7 or 24 7 or something like that. The Philly game that we 
yeah. got beat pretty bad. But I mean, so you know, that was you know three scores or you know seventeen points or something like that. So, but it's not that I wouldn't consider a seventeen point game like a blowout. You know, forty to or you know forty to thirty. You know, that was a blowout. Um, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I mean, that's like the, yeah. that's like the, what we the, the Vikings were putting up in the ninety eight games. I mean, like right, we beat right. like twenty some points. You know, so. Um, it's not like, but but the 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 NFL in this day and age, there's just not, there's there, it's just not like that. I mean, with the salary caps and all of these things, there's only so much that you can do on a team. And it just seems like there's only for so many years that you can kind of stay bad because you know if you're real bad and you get good picks, and then you you know if you use them well. I mean, obviously the um you know Detroit's really good at staying really bad, and um you know, <laughs> excuse me, maybe. I don't know who else, you know, but they, um, but yeah, so I, I, there's, there's a lot more, um, I don't know, what is it? Parody, I guess, or something where they're, you know, teams are just, they're just tough. Uh, and, and I don't know if the level of football is just not as good as it used to be, or all teams are just pretty equal. And I think we, we touched on that before that, you know, any given week, you know, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars too. So, um, you know, it's not always just you're going to walk in and just dominate somebody. Like well, I kind of remember growing up that there were certain teams that was just going to they were just going to come in and smash you. I mean, you know, you got um, you know, the the, the Rams of the what or early '90s or late '90s, and they were the um, the best show on turf. And then, of course, the '98 Vikings, and um, you got a few others that were just you know totally dominant. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes of a couple years ago, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs are just smoking people and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I'm not, I don't like the dig of, well, the Vikings have won all these games and they're all one score games. Now, of course we've set a record, you know, seven straight before we lost to the, um, Cowboys, but still, um, I'd rather be on the winning side of one score games than on the losing side. Like we were last year. Right. I well, mean, yeah. Plain and sure. simple, <laughs> you know, pr- perfect sure. example. I mean, how many, not... how many games did we lose by one score last year? So I think it was seven. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, and We're I not think, gonna I think dominate. We've won, I think we've won six games this year. Uh, uh, one score by one score, I think, was the stat I saw. Could we be wrong about that. We had we had seven we had seven wins straight, and every one of them was a one oh, score. Maybe right. Yeah, sure. I'm going up because we beat to the Packers. Stuff that I read today, but yeah. um, we beat the Packers, then we lost to the Eagles, and then we had seven straight, and they're all one scores, and then we lost to the Cowboys, and then. Um, Beat the last two, beat the Bills and the or no, um, Bills before the Cowboys. Well, even that and minus two, the, I'm, I just pulled up a different stat here. It's best overall or best point differential to 2022 uh, to date. Um, you know, it shows us 92 here, and we're not we're not minus two according to this. We no, are, not after this week. That was last week. Oh, that was last week. Okay. Yeah. So our so we should be differential. We should is, be like. Uh, plus, uh, where did it go? Where did it go? It's it? five. <laughs> yeah, it's plus five. That's pretty. Yeah, because we won by because we won by seven, right? Is that yeah. what we won by? Yeah, we won seven. By what touchdown. was the score? Thirty-three mm-hmm. twenty-six. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So minus two. Yeah, plus five. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, I I don't you know I, I, that's. Well, Buffalo's that you know, I mean, you know, a good way to keep in perspective, right? Buffalo is at the top with 110, so that's pretty good differential. Yeah. But yet, yeah. yet yeah. we beat them. So I mean, yeah, exactly. it's kind of stuff like that. There, I was, 
a big debate on Facebook today on some of the fan pages that I mean some of the Vikings fans I just I'm getting so <sighs> I'm just getting I'm just so over it with some of these Vikings fans that are still bitching and moaning as we sit at nine and two. Like I just I, I, I just I just can't. It's, it's the yeah. it's the craziest thing. And yeah. uh it was all about people bitching about like if you weren't rooting for the Packers Sunday to give us a better seed, you're just dumb and you don't understand football. It's like no 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 no, no. I under I understand football just fine. Yeah. Um yeah. and in this debate an an interesting stat came up and I'll have you I just have you look this up. But um you know, of course you had some people that were supporting that guy and some people that were supporting me and some other guys that were like, Hey, Packers losses always win. To me it was like yeah. it was a no pressure game. It's, to me it was a win win. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah. if the Packers win, yeah, great. Then Phillies yeah. you know, lost. We're tied for the record, yeah. but they still have us yeah. in the head to head. So we're gonna need yeah. and so but that leads into my other point. Yeah. Um it's like even if Green Bay would have beat Philly, there's no guarantee mm-hmm. that we're going to end up with the number one seed because they yeah, still hold exactly. the tiebreaker. There's mm-hmm. And there's six games left. So, like, yeah. any number of things can happen. I yeah. mean, hell, yeah. Philly could start shit in the bed and yeah. uh, Dallas t- wins out or who knows what. Like, yeah. Yeah. maybe an entire another team makes it to the first seed or yeah. we drop the three yeah. or, you know, like, all sorts, of, yeah. all sorts of things have to happen for us to yeah. – like, Listen, if this was the last game of the season, then I would have, I, you would have, yeah. you would have a point. But it's not. Yeah. There's well, six if games it wasn't going to gonna go. be for, if it wasn't going to be for a tie, yeah. But yeah, so it, it's, you know, it, right now it's like to get all bent out of shape of you know chasing the seed. Sure, that would be great. You know, home field advantage you think would you would be better, right? With yeah. that said, somebody brought up a point, and this is what we should look up that. Um, not very many number one seeds have gone on to win the Super Bowl. It's an actually, oh, it's oh. actually a really low number. So by that metric, you know, of all the superstitions that we all have, like that's actually statistically accurate. You kind of don't even want to be the first seed. If not that many first seeds have gone on to win, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So when you put that into it, it's like, well, hell yeah, I'm glad I was rooting against the Packers because I don't. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. don't want them to win ever. Like, so okay, so here we go. Um, since 1975, no, that, that statistic's not that good, or what you were saying, or what they were oh, okay. saying. So and I did, I since did, 1975, I a number one seed in either the NFC or AFC. Has won the Super Bowl a total of twenty-five times out of forty-six. Oh, okay. Well, that's twenty-five. That's better so, than half. Uh, NFC, the NFC has won fifteen, and the AFC has won ten as the number one seed. So it's better I than where half. he got yeah. his stats. Then, like, yeah, I, did, yeah. I didn't check it. I mean, obviously, the guy was talking yeah. out his ass. I don't know what he was. Yeah. What he was going off? Yeah, I mean, but... okay. So here's the percentage by breakdown by seed. Number one seed, fifty-four point four percent. Number two seed, fifty percent. Yeah. Number two seed, twenty-one seven. Uh, number three, four point uh, four. Number four, ten nine. And then fifth and sixth seeds are tied at four and four so, or four point four. So three, five, and six all have a four point four percent error. This is statistically in the last, you know, however many since nineteen seventy-five that have gone on to win. The four seed actually has a little spike. They're actually the third it's close most to, it's close Super Bowl to 50 at 10.9. Years. 
Yeah, and the number two seed, 21. But So the number one seed is more than double the number two seeds in winning the Super Bowl. Sure. So, yeah, 54.4%. Yeah, so number one seed is kind of a big deal. Um, you know, I wonder if it was, that, in, I wonder that if it was just in the N- NFC, maybe he was saying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't he know. got a stats. He, he yeah. threw some numbers out there. I didn't double check. But, it. I, but it says, yeah, so it says NFC 15 – so if they're if you're counting forty five Super Bowls, um, then yeah, that's a third of the time. But you know, of course, that also a, just kind of hard to do because the NFC it didn't win the NFC or the AFC. Right, yeah, right, so right, right. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what the breakdown is of in the last forty five years. Who like what is one you know NFC or AFC who who is nominated more? There's like spurts in that. It seems like the NFC is really good for a little you know a couple yeah. years, and the AFC is real yeah. dominant, and the NFC is real dominant because. I think, you know, like you said, you get some good draft picks or whatever, you get some good um college guys coming in and then they make a difference and then you make a you make a pretty good run. So I would say right now, you know, in, in everybody's mind anyways, I guess the AFC has been fairly dominant. Um, you know, it, it feels like more of the power well, just based on pure statistics this year, the win percentage for the AFC is a lot. Well, better. I think so, you gotta throw um, I mean, just the Patriots how dominant they've been in the last decade or better i mean that's yeah you know they've just kind of ran the afc but yeah i was looking at the standings and there are some tight races man i mean afc east miami mm-hmm. uh, they're tied um with the bills at eight and three new england's in last place at six and five i mean yeah not, i mean yeah there's only exactly. two they're only yeah. two games out i mean uh, yeah that's just crazy you know um AFC North, uh, Bengals and Ravens are tied at seven and four. Then it drops, and you got the Browns at four and seven, which isn't that mm-hmm. bad. That's only a three point swing, and then there's the three and seven Pittsburgh Steelers, which yeah. is it's pretty yeah. bad. Um, AFC South, you got Titans at seven and four. They're kind of running away with it. Colts are four six and one. Jags are four and seven. Texans are one nine and one. Oof, duh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, Texans are they are terrible? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs nine and two. They're kind of I would say running away. The Chargers are six and five. So they got a three game lead. Um, but you know these teams are running. They're running out of time. Broncos are yeah, trash. Yeah, exactly. Eagles are at ten and one. Yeah. Dallas is eight and three. You know they're only two points or yeah, two NFC behind. East is. NFC East is actually They're probably stacked. the strongest division in football other than the AFC East probably. But I think top to bottom, New England six and five and the NFC East, yeah, the commanders seven are five. seven and five. Right. So yeah, the NFC East is the best division in football. Yeah, every team's over five hundred. I mean that's And we've only beat the Commanders. We have the Giants left. We got beat by the Philadelphia by the Eagles and the Cowboys. So yeah. we'll hopefully we'll go two for two or two for four. Out of the NFC East, um, see, I really, you know, we, we need the the Bears to really pick it up. I mean, obviously not against us, but I'd really yeah, like no, to see do. the Packers yeah. finish dead last. So dead last, to... dead last, yeah. Well, it's probably going to happen. I don't know if you watched last last night's game, and I um, I uh, I didn't watch any of it, but I saw or was listening to different people this morning. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, got hit, and he thinks he might have broke a rib and punctured his lung or something like that. So, and then of course we come to find out that you know he broke his thumb, and so now it's turning. Now the narrative on some people, which I'm sure Collinsworth is probably one of them, was talking. Now it's 
I can't, you, you don't know the Herculean event uh, oh, effort yeah. oh, that Aaron Rodgers is doing Jesus. because he's been playing with a broken thumb for how long? Like, mm. are you kidding me? This well, man's Superman. Well, like, well, yeah. It's so, it's just like, are you kidding me? So it, they turn it into, well, he was hiding his thumb, and so now he's terrible and he, he's trash. But now he says, well, I've been playing with a broken thumb forever. And then it turns into this huge, like, this man is an Iron Man. And, you know, uh, I'm like, are you it's like, no, dude, they're terrible. So uh, apparently, um, what's his first name? Love. I don't Love. know. Yeah, yeah, his last name yeah, is Love. I forget his first. He looked yeah. pretty good. And he looked he, pretty sharp. He, he finished the game, and they said he played decently. But more than likely, the, the pundits, the people were talking, the ones that I listened to, they have a feeling Aaron Rodgers done for the season. I mean, like, what's the point? They Maybe. I kind of point zero two percent chance to make the playoffs. I feel um, like if he can play, he if they they might sit him and arrest him and see what yeah. this love kid can do. He he's pretty accurate. I mean, he had some yeah. zip on the ball. I'll, I'll be honest; those balls looked pretty good. I was hoping he'd yeah. come in and just kind of lay an egg, and I could be like, "Good, yeah. Packers are trash for." Next decade, yeah. but I don't know. They might have something with that kid. I don't want to wait and see. But um, yeah, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, and then if like you know, if, if he wins a game or two, and, and they have a chance of maybe eking out a wild card, you know, maybe Rogers comes yeah. back in and tries to yeah. finish it out. But they won't. But if, they if won't. They lose. They, they're if not. They, if they lose one more, they're done. They're out. Yeah, they're, they're not eking. They're out done of, for yeah. sure. So that if yeah. that's the case, then yeah, you need to yeah, sit. They are why, not eking out. You might as well. Yeah. Just, why? Why just sit, Rogers, yeah. and give give Love a bunch of yeah. Know, give him Jordan some, Love. Jordan, Jordan Love is yeah, name is Jordan. Give him some Love. Uh, yeah. experience or whatever. Yeah. So, or maybe maybe they'll sit him and see if Love can pull one out. Yeah. You know, who knows. Yeah. I mean, he is supposed to be the future of the team. And, and and some of these guys are saying, was that the last game that we ever see Aaron Rodgers? Like, that he doesn't – like, they don't see him. Like, so, why would he come back? He looks miserable and all this kind of stuff. Well, they and, brought him. And then they're saying, well, if they if he does say he wants to come back, you know, what are the what are the Packers do? Like, if this if Jordan Love starts taking off and Aaron Rodgers says, I want to come back next year, they're like, they, they almost have to plan because he's like some kind of $30 million salary hit or something like that. So, it's there, yeah, there's like a whole dilemma there, but – Whatever I, I they brought up them. one of those I, weird, I, those weird things where it was like uh, it might have been to the day or almost to the day where Favre got hurt and Rodgers came in and I think Collinsworth was really? calling that game too, and really yeah so that they were they were talking oh. about that last night on the on the uh, broadcast because um you know like I don't they're because that's what they're talking about like oh I don't know is Rogers done is this are we looking at yeah. the future of, of Green Bay did it just happen because almost to the day it was however many years ago when Collins were you know first met Aaron Rodgers or whatever and that's when and and then VAR was done you know it was yeah it was Rogers from there and out it's like it's kind of crazy how those kind of things work out like that so yeah yeah it is kind of weird but um, Anyway, so um, if, if we want to look at a few numbers of the game, we, we this game broke so many records. Like so many records were broken on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving night. So um, uh, we look at like so Kirk Cousins went thirty for thirty-seven, two hundred ninety-nine yards, three touchdowns, one interception. I mean, like just went off. So the whole you know he can't play on the big stage. I think he just put that to rest. Like he's shown it over and over and over again now, or in the last year. That, you know, this year for sure. Like you know, we had a couple, um, you know, kind of prime time games, and we've you know gone on to 
to um, to show out and stuff like that. Of course, JJ had the big day, nine catches, 139 yards with a touchdown. Uh, Adam Thielen got in the end zone, nine catches for 61 yards. Um, Sabretooth gets his first yes. Vikings touchdown with TJ Hawkinson, five That's catches great. for 43 yards and a touchdown. So he looked good. And on that note, um, TJ actually broke a record along with JJ. JJ um, broke the record for Moss. Um, 44,163 uh, receiving yards in the player's first three seasons. Well, that was last week. Um, and then, but then TJ, oh no, that was Thursday night. I'm sorry. And then TJ set a, a record for tight ends. Um, let's see what it says. Uh, Thursday night by catching the most passes by a tight end in his first four games with a new NFL team. He currently has 25 catches through three and a half games with the Vikings. So, um, yeah, just record after record after record. Uh, some of the other crazy records, and this one will we'll take a second, but so um, this is a stat for the Patriots. So the Patriots on Thanksgiving night, which we need to talk about the defense too, but they scored 25 or more points, had 400-plus total yards, which Daniel Jones threw for almost 400 yards himself, uh, outgained their opponent, completed 70% of their passes, had less than 60 yards of penalties, no turnovers, no missed field goals, and yet they lost. NFL teams in the Super Bowl era were 170 and zero entering tonight, regular and postseason, when doing all of that in one game. 25 points, 400 plus yards, outgained the opponent, 70% of their passes, less than 60 penalty yards, no turnovers, no missed field goals, and they still lost. So um, the other the other stat that goes on the Viking side, I mean, somehow we find a way to win. Um, that with that crazy stat line, but the Vikings completed 81.6% of their passes against the Bill Belichick Patriots. That's the second highest completion percentage against the Patriots under Bill Belichick in the last, what has he been there? 20, 20 couple years now or yeah, something. Forever. Um, the only game higher was September 21st, 2008 versus the Dolphins who completed 85.7% of their passes in a 38 to 13 win. So, um, yeah, I mean, like the, this whole thing of, um, you know, Bill Belichick defense, which is like, you know, super stout and all this kind of stuff, which it was because going into yes, going into Thursday night, the Patriots only allowed 16.9 uh, points per game. That was their average. We scored 33. So um, and everybody kept saying, oh, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, you know, he's this great mastermind, which he is. And, of course, the whole storyline of KOC being drafted by Bill Belichick. He was a third string, and then Brady goes down, and then he gets bumped to the second string. So he's in these off, in these meetings, and he's, he's meeting with Bill Belichick. And, and he, he talked about that, about how the detail that Bill Belichick went into and game planning and scheming. And he said he still got all his notebooks from when he met with Belichick as the second string quarterback. Like, he still had all that and just the mind of, you know, just studying um, what goes through that you know, I don't know, sometimes like diabolical mind, I think, of Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> he just strikes me as that evil, you know, well, how many times have they been try- caught trying to cheat? Right, right, like right, that. right, so, right, yeah. But um, feeling's not but a yeah, fan. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So, um, but, they, but they say that the thing that Belichick does is he takes away your number one weapon. They single cover J.J., what did I say? Nine catches for 139 yards and a touchdown. So they did not take away Justin Jefferson. They tried we to. Scored the most, we scored the most <clears throat> points, um, you know, that they've given up all season. Now, 
That being said, we win by seven points. However, <laughs> Daniel Jones, who is not a good quarterback, like up until um, Thursday night, I think he had four touchdown passes and seven interceptions. He threw two against us, 28 for 39 for 300. And eighty-two yards. Yeah, our three hundred and eighty-two yards for two touchdowns. The defense our is defense, problematic. Problematic. Our defense is problematic. Yes. Um, there's definitely, um, and, but okay. So you know, we we've discussed that. I've discussed where I'm not crazy about. We got Ed decent. We got decent like takeaways though. Yeah, you know, no, we, 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 we give them points, like that, but we do. But we're yeah. we're up there as far as takeaways. Well, goes. I here's another number that I looked up. Um, the, um, let's see, this is, uh, points against. So opponents at, at one point during the season, I think it was, uh, maybe up into last month or something like that. Um, I don't see how many weeks it was. I remember, I forget the stat. We had given up zero points in the fourth quarter. So in fourth quarter scoring, we only average giving up 3.9 points in fourth quarter. We are fourth in the NFL. The Jets are at 3.0. That's how many points they average. They give up. These are points that they give up. Defense gives up. The Jets are 3.0. San Francisco, the 49ers are 3.4. Tennessee's 3.8. And Minnesota's 3.9. We're fourth in points allowed in the fourth quarter. And then on the flip side of that, for points that we score in the fourth quarter, we're number one at 8.5. We average as an offense eight and a half points a, a quarter, or I mean, a, a, a game in the fourth quarter. Detroit is next at eight one. Um, Cleveland is at eight one. Seattle's at eight. So we're like almost a half a point higher than the next closest, which is Detroit and Cleveland. Um, they're tied at eight eight point one points in the fourth quarter. So we're scoring big in the fourth quarter. Which, well, how many games did we have this season in the beginning of the year where we scored in the first quarter and we scored in the fourth? That was it. We didn't score in the second and the third, like two or three games in a row. Everyone's like, where's the defense in the middle? Like we, we start the game off really hot first drive. I don't know how many, I think we looked at that number, like how many first drive touchdowns we have like a ton of ton this year. And then we go to sleep for two quarters and then we wake up in the fourth quarter and we have this, this epic comeback. So another stat that I heard today um, was that Kirk Cousins has six comeback wins this season in all of his previous years in Minnesota, he had four combined, four combined comeback wins in the fourth quarter. And he's got six this season. So it comes back to me. And, and what I'm hearing as I'm talking, you know, these people are, are talking. Um, and it comes back. It, it, this comes back to me where the, it just keeps resonating to what I've said before is that I feel like Kirk is finally in a place where he can, be himself, he can relax, he can play, you know, he can take chances and not get thrown under the bus, not get worried about getting benched, not worry about his coach, you know, just coming after him. So, um, yeah, I think he just – O'Connell has just opened up the, the you know, the, he's just given Kirk this, that piece or something. I don't know. Um, but obviously Kirk's not afraid – um, to take some chances because, I mean, his, the numbers show it. Like his uh, interceptions are the highest that they've been. His percentages are down. Um, but he, you know, they believe in him, and he. I think he's having the most fun. I mean, from what I can tell, he's having the most fun he's had as a Viking. I guarantee you that. Oh, yeah, you know, with the for sure. Kirko chains and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And um, so, yeah, so, I, I, you know, I think that's what it comes back to. But, um, yeah, just record after record after record. Um, like I said, the defense coming kind of 
circling back to the defense, um, we I think right right now we're 25th um, overall as the 25th worst defense or whatever. So only better than 17th in points. I mean in total yards allowed. Um, I think we're 30th or 31st, which is 32 teams in the NFL. Right. So um, the defense is not good. Uh, but like I said, we're we're only averaging we're fourth in giving up points in the fourth quarter. So um, the bend don't break and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know if that's bend for three quarters and then don't break in the fourth <laughs> right. because we're like we're almost dead last in the red zone defense. Like they're scoring touchdowns on us. Um, so interesting note though. <coughs> Excuse me. Interesting note. I I listened to. Um, KOC had a press conference today and it happened to be on my drive home. And so, um, you know, I run it through the car and turn the video on or whatever, just so I could listen to him. And somebody asked him, they's like, um, so, um, you know, coach, you know, your defense is not playing well. Like they're giving up a lot of points and a lot of, a lot of, um, yards. And stuff. I mean, for Daniel Jones to score, you know, for them to score 26 points when the Patriots are not a good offense, the week before that they scored three right. and they won on a on a kickoff re- or a punt return to win the game. Um, and then we let them score 26 points. Daniel Jones throws for 400 yards, basically. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That that cannot be sustained 100%. Um, so they asked him something about the defense. And he said, yeah. Um, they, they asked, and they asked him something, is there something, you know, is there some changes that need to be made and stuff like that? And he he basically said yes. Uh, I said you know now that we're you know we're through eleven games you know we we probably start need to look at ourselves and kind of seeing where you know some changes so where we can make some changes and you know there's things that we can do and and different stuff like that. So I think that he's I think that he's hearing it. Obviously, I mean you know you you, you can't look at the numbers and deny that. And obviously, I feel like KOC and uh, Quasi, you know, they're the numbers guys. They're, you know, they're all about the, the, you know, next gen stats and all these kinds of things. And I'm sure they've got a whole team of people that are, you know, and they're feeding the numbers and you can't look at the numbers and not see, I mean, like we're almost dead last in every statistical category as a defense other than maybe takeaways. And like I said, in fourth quarter scoring, I mean, you know, like I said, we're fourth in fourth quarter scoring against us. So um, we're definitely doing some things right, but the, the scheme is not working. Like, we can't allow a Daniel Jones to score on us like that and just march down the field at will. We get into the playoffs and we're playing the likes of Jimmy G, who's playing out of his mind in, in San Francisco. And I don't know if that's sustainable, you know, because obviously they almost let him go, but, you know, or, or a Dak Prescott or, um, you know, who else will we play? Um, the, the Falcons, I think, have a chance of coming in, and that would be Matt Ryan. And, and obviously, you know, you're looking at um, um, Eagles, uh, Wentz, uh, not Wentz, um, uh, Jalen Hurst. And so, you know, you, you these are premier quarterbacks with some, you know, good teams. And so if Daniel Jones can throw for 400 yards against us, what are these guys going to do in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so th- – I, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this this week, um, the Jets are not an easy game. Um, their defense is one of the top ones as well. Now, obviously, everybody said that going to the Patriots, and I think that for me, like like we talked about last week, um, you know, and, and I mentioned my my concern that if we come out and lay an egg against the Patriots on Thursday night, then I'm going to have some concern. And we didn't. Um, you know, we scored in the offense scored in three of the four quarters. 
The third quarter was the kickoff return. But they were only on the field in the third quarter for just like a few minutes, less than double-digit minutes, the, the offense actually was because of the kickoff return. And I think that they went on a – I think the Patriots might have scored – I think they scored 10 points in the fourth quarter. So um, it wasn't – or in the third quarter. So it wasn't a lot of time of possession. Uh, but we scored in every – I mean, the game-wise, the box score, we scored in every quarter. Um, and and to me, I, I thought that it was, you know, a really good, um, you know, a good show, a showing to come out there and to put 33 points on Bill Belichick, the, the most points that have been scored against him all season, um, you know, known to really lock people down. And um, what is his name? Uh, the the defensive tackle that's leading the league in sacks. Um, jo- um, mm. No, I can't. I know it just totally went blank. Um, but he not one sack. Um, NFL sack leader. J, 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 uh, for the Patriots, you mean? For the Patriots, yeah. Um, Matt Matt Judon. Matt Judon. Not one sack. He did not. He did not sack Kirk Cousins one time. The offensive line was the best that I've seen them. They played the a lot. That they I've played a lot better. I mean. Night and day difference from yeah, hundred uh, percent. I mean, yeah. oh my yeah. god, yeah. <clears throat> I felt like we were like missing two players. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, exactly. Like, that was a, I thought we were yeah. playing eleven to nine. Like we were playing nine man yeah. football or something. Like the way they were just coming through, it was ridiculous. But yeah, no, they gave Cousins some time, and um, you know, still for all the hate Cousins gets, you know, it's like I said, he finally won. Or not finally. He's he's actually won primetime games before. It's not like yeah. the first time. Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah. a primetime game. Yeah. He won. Kirk Everybody, Cousins you know, was sacked one time. Obviously. One time. Obviously the the spotlight and for good reason is on JJ. Yes. But that pass and double coverage, you know, where JJ it's, went up and got yeah. it, came down, he came up and yeah. he did that big flex. Did you see yeah. that ball drop in there? I mean that yeah, you exactly. don't throw a better ball. There ain't a quarterback no. playing that no. throws a better uh-huh. ball than that that on that no. particular pass. Like I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying cousins for somebody listening they're all getting all beside themselves. I'm not saying that Kirk Cousins is the best in the league. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm yeah. saying is on that pass, nobody does yeah. it better. Like that Dude, yeah. was he was dropping flawless. some serious bands, I mean it yeah. was flawless. But then I've been kind of saying that though, you know, when people are dissing Kirk by saying, well, he just has to get it anywhere near JJ and he goes up and gets yeah. it. Listen, yeah. Even that yeah. one handed catch that you know, the best catch of the season, um, that wasn't completely uh, like it's kind of the quarterback's job at times yeah. to throw it where only your receiver can get it, which means it's gonna be a stretch. It's gonna be an athletic move. Because yeah. you know, if if you're always putting it right in the numbers, well, that's how you get turnovers i mean a lot of times yeah. somebody can step in front and you know if that, if that ball's low like that but when you're rainbow you're dra- rain dropping those passes in there those are the hardest ones to defend you know yeah um so no. yeah, and, JJ's, and yeah jj's amazing 100 percent, but mm-hmm. also kirk is <laughs> can be crazy accurate. yeah i mean he's got to put the yeah he's got to put the ball there to give him a shot and he comes up with them more times than not, but yeah, some of those passes are just—they're ridiculous. I mean, even the pass to Thielen in the end zone—if you look at that play, like it—it's like millimeters from being tipped by the defender, and he absolutely draw and and you know, Thielen's in the back of the end zone, and he, I mean, it's it's perfect, yeah. and 
you know, like I said, we've, we've said that before where he has, you know, three, four seconds max to make a decision and then to drop a dime. Like, like we go out and play football, you know, we grew up playing football, you know, Thanksgiving, snow football, all the family out together, you know, go to the Capitol grounds, you know, we play at retreats, whatever. And, um, you know, you make a pass, you know, oh, that was on me. You know, how many times, like, yeah. the passes are, are all over the place. You have yeah, they're never the accurate. Ball going, you know? <laughs> yeah, and that's with no pressure, with all the time in the world. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. and so, and we and we just nitpick and nitpick and nitpick. I'm like, dude, this dude is elite. I mean, he to me, he's elite. He's, he's showing it. He's, uh, he's coming up big and clutch. Like, six comeback wins in the fourth quarter. I, I mean, like. This year, his leadership skills as far as, like, <laughs> There's really never a sense of panic, at least among the players. I think there's still a sense of panic among the fans. Uh, I didn't really panic this game. I don't think ever. Um, well, we I had a little bit right point. away in the beginning. That that very first mm-hmm. drive that they just like they just did what they wanted was kind of like, oh, yeah. All right, you know, just coming off of Dallas, you're, you you got to be thinking, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's not have another one of these, you know. And then yeah. we answer, and then you know whatever. But um. Yeah, well, that kicking thing was going to have to be dealt with at some point in time. Um, you know, like my brother yeah, keeps that's saying, it's gonna, like, that's just yeah. – because he's not missing field goals. He's only missing extra yeah. points. So it's like yeah. he's in his head, right? Okay, well, yeah. get give Aaron Rodgers a call. You guys go to Mexico, do some ayahuasca, yeah, whatever the hell exactly. you got to do. Yeah. Like, get yeah, do then something. get out of yeah. your head, dude. Like, yeah. If that's all yeah, it because is, it's, then I think an extra point is like a thirty-six yard field goal, and from forty-nine and in, he's perfect yeah, on field goal. Doesn't make any sense. It, and he's one for six from fifty and over. You know, it, it comes down to the end of the game in the playoffs. You're gonna have to maybe hit a fifty couple yard. Like that's not that far anymore. Like guys I was gonna say, I was gonna say that the extra points are really irritating. Um and problematic. I don't want to take anything mm-hmm. away from him, but the fact that he doesn't really have a leg for those long ones, yeah, uh, that's an even bigger problem. Um, yeah, you know, and but it's not. And it's not that's like the there's. Thing. Well, yeah, but he's not the cracking. Field, he's bombing them from sixty couple. Yeah. Like he's got the leg to get there. Yeah. But for whatever reason, he just can't. I don't know. He. he, he I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's got to be the same kind of mental block as the field goal because a thirty-six yard field goal, he's perfect. I mean, you know, so it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I don't get. Is that it just you know regular chip <laughs> shot, um, you know thirty yeah, yard field cool. goal, big yeah. deal. But extra point for yeah. some reason is just like, yeah. So it's got to be in his head. But get can... out of your head. It I don't... Is. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> figure, figure it out, it out dude. Go, yeah, <laughs> go see the go go see somebody. Go, go see, see a psychologist. Go yeah. go get hypnotized. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna say, give a hypnotist something. Yeah, yeah. Just get out. Figure it. Did you figure it out? Did you mention this one? This was another cool stat where um, with six games ago, Kevin O'Connell is two wins away from Denny Green's team record for the most wins by no. a new coach. Yeah, so no. first year under Denny Green, he was 11 and 5. And right now, okay. KOC's 9 and 2. So yeah. he just needs to win uh, win two more. Two more to tie. Two more to tie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, I didn't. I didn't. And that was the, that's the best. Um, yep. That's is, the, that, is that the, just the, Vikings? Yes, that's Vikings. That's yeah. a Vikings one. Okay. Um, yeah. That's got to be pretty close yeah, to the NFL, I would think. Yeah, how many first team? And team how many history, first I'm team? Sure. How many how many first year coaches do much better than eleven wins? I mean, uh, I guess I don't know what Lafleur went over there because I know they had a couple seasons of thirteen and three. But how long has he been there? Now he's been there a handful of years. Right. Matt well, that's why, and that's why this, this stat was like for a first year 
coach. Yeah. So Danny yeah, Green yeah, yeah. came in. No, yeah, but I'm wondering what, what Matt LaFleur had oh, as gotcha. his sure, first sure, sure. year head coach, you know, because, you know, they obviously had some dominant years, which is, I mean, just glorious to see the utter demise of the of the Packers. There's no oh, – I feel bad for them. No, I don't feel bad <laughs> for them at all. I mean, I, I have no sympathy whatsoever. Like, welcome to the rest of the NFC North now. Like, you know, you're – Exactly. Come back and, and to listen like some of these podcasts, they troll the the Vikings vent lines and they are livid, dude. The Vi- I mean, the Packers, the Packers faithful <laughs> are not very faithful. Well, how can you? Anymore. I mean, they're going, calling for everybody to get fired. Dude. I mean, going like, back, going back to um, a few weeks, you know, where uh, um, whatever that guy heard what's it, Colin Hurt was that his name? I don't remember. His, I can never remember that dude's name. Coward. Yeah. Coward. Um, where he he made that that video I shared about uh, the cow herd. Um, yeah, where uh, Packers fans are are spoiled brats, and he's right. I mean, like yeah. the last what ten years or better, fifteen twenty years they've had far. Right oh yeah, the, twenty. I would say. I mean, no, twenty. The, there's literally Probably. there's literally new Packer fans. There's kids, a voting age. People yes, that have that never have, known. that have never known the Packers do not more be more dominant, times than yeah. not be a winning team. You know, obviously it yeah. hasn't equated into you know that many Super Bowls. I think Aaron Rodgers only has one, but yeah. and of course if they're listening right now, they're like it's one more than the. And I think Brett, I think Brett only had one or maybe yeah. Two. So that's beside the point. But they, yeah. they've been in the mix. They've been a winning yeah. team. You know, and yeah. steady. You know, they've had those two marquee. And that's just a different thing, you know. The Vikings have had winning teams in that same uh, time yeah. frame, but it's always with a different quarterback. You know, remember that year yeah. was like, or that that era where it was like the Vikings were where old quarterbacks go to retire. Yeah, exactly. You know, Warren, Moon. Warren Moon, Jeff Randall George. Cunningham, Jeff George. Yeah, Randall like, Cunningham. Yeah, <laughs> just like exactly. yeah. <laughs> they had one, we, they had one good year left in them, and they would play yeah, for us, and we would so. we would be yeah, competitive. Brett Favre, obviously, yeah, yeah we would be yeah. competitive, but it's just like yeah. it's different when you have a marquee quarterback for. Yeah. You know, a legacy, just like the Patriots. You know, even from Bledsoe yeah. right into um, Tom Brady. It's like, that's yeah. just not yeah. fair, man. It's like, not fair, yeah. But I think that there's something to be said of a quarterback being under a Hall of Fame quarterback because they see how they prepare. And so if they can pick up anything from them, I mean, you know, Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, you know. Still um, have to Bledsoe have. They still have, to, to have the ability to Brady, and they got to not uh, get hurt. Montana, to, Montana to Young, right? I mean, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So there's a precedent there. I, you know, um, Indianapolis went from Manning to Luck, and Luck was actually a really good quarterback, and then he just retires after five years in the league or whatever. You know, he just he just quit. So um, you know, he wasn't. I don't know that he'd have ever been like Hall of Fame, but maybe you never know. Right. Um, but yeah, so there's got to be some type of precedent there. So that kind of brings us to Kirk Cousins because you know he's only on a one year con. He's only got one year, one more year. So it's like, um, what do you do? You know, if if he takes us a deep run in the playoffs, uh, you know, realistically speaking, can we win the Super Bowl? I don't know. I mean, you know, if the if I'll say this, if the defense doesn't start showing us something else in the next six games, I don't see how we win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I with, I, I agree with, with that, that defense. I, I mean, think the offense can probably. Well, 
I think and the it, offensive line plays better. But I think it goes we, into that category. It's like you're going to the well one too many times. You know, we're, yeah, we're winning yeah. these games by one point or by yeah. one score. One Just score, like last yeah. year, we were losing them by one Please, score. So yeah, that that, yeah. that flips, right? And so, yeah. yeah, it's possible to continue that way in the postseason and go on to win a Super Bowl by, you know, one score. And we're mm-hmm. situational masters. Where, you know, it's possible, yeah. right? It, there's, yeah, there's could no you imagine that, that? There's no reason it can't happen. But it yeah. just each time it happens, you're like, this is not sustainable. Like, it's yeah, like, no. how does this keep like at some point in time, those stats, that point differential does does matter, yeah. you know, yeah. because here's yeah, the thing. Exactly, yeah. If we're only win, if we're winning, if there's only two things, we win by one score or we get absolutely blown out. The chances yeah. of well, us actually the, getting blown out season, in the yeah, postseason sure. is more yeah. likely. You know, because you're yeah. just dealing with the best of the best at that point. Yeah, well, time, we're going to have you know? to either face the Eagles or the Dallas. So that brings me to the the seeding. So, so we can, I think that, I mean, is there anything else you wanted to talk about as far as that game, or do you want to talk about the Jets first and then go into the playoffs, or do you want to do playoffs yeah, can, and then finish can, it up with can, the Jets? No, let's go in with the um, playoffs. Yeah, you know, know what? Yeah, let's talk about playoffs and go into the Jets. Okay. So um, right now, so we we, we have – the best case um, to to get a playoff spot uh, this weekend. The Vikings win. Detroit loses. Detroit's playing the Jaguars. And we win the North. We win the North. We win an automatic. We have an automatic home uh, playoff game. There's another scenario. I was trying to look at it here. I don't know that I screenshot it or if it was on the internet somewhere, but – there's another scenario of the playoff scenario with the um, – oh, yeah, there it is right there. Well, the Jags um, aren't that great, so Detroit could no, win that one. No, Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so the um, the other the – only the Eagles can win if they win and, like, three other teams lose or something like that. So ours is the easiest this weekend – is the easiest um, scenario where we win the North, and it's the Lions. The Lions, the Packers are out of it completely. The the, um, the Bears are completely out of it as far as the NFC North. So we win, and the and the Lions lose. And if it's not this weekend, then we play the Lions uh, next weekend. Which uh, honestly, I'm a little bit nervous yeah, about you've been saying um, that. you know i'm not going to that game again because i went last year and i'm not <laughs> i don't want to take my bad juju we're a and so we're a different teams here we are a different team but i'm not gonna go anyway i'm not, i'd rather watch it at home <laughs> but um i'm not spending you know, you know 200 bucks to go watch that that game but um but the the uh, uh the lions is at the lose so if obviously we, we if we win this weekend then, then that happens. But if if we don't for some reason, and then when we play the Lions, when we beat the Lions, well then that that clinches us. But um, I'm wondering what the earliest ever division clinch is in in history. You know what I mean? Because uh, to have this in week 13, where we already win the division, you know, well it's four probably, weeks it's, four it's, weeks it's, before the not like the end of the season. Yeah, I don't know. It was probably, uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look that stat up. But and nobody, and nobody else is even is even. No, because close. most of the most of the other um, divisions are much closer. Like it's it's big disparage 
um, disparity between NFC North and a lot of the other teams. I mean, there's what what was the I gotta look. There was one uh, division. I gotta remember. Like there was, they're just trash. I mean, they're probably they're either trash or it's just that competitive. Oh, the NFC South. The Buccaneers lead with at five and six, and then the Saints are five and six. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah. and then the Saints are at the bottom at four and eight. You know, it's like what? How? What? So, oh, so here's a here's an interesting stat for you. The earliest ever playoff clinch was our very own Minnesota Vikings. I was gonna I was gonna say it might have been like would that have been ninety eight? No, no, it was nineteen seventy three when it was only a fourteen game season. Oh, okay. Nineteen seventy three, that's the purple people eaters in the heart that's when we went to the Super Bowl. I think we went in seventy three. it probably makes sense. We were nine and oh and the Packers were three, four and two. Hmm. And they were the only ones that could have caught them. Um and they won the division in um after nine games. Nine weeks in, but it was fourteen game season, so that's five weeks left to go. So that that's two games over halfway point. So right now it's a seventeen game season. So two games that would be ten. Week ten, um, ten wins. If we if we'd be ten and zero, we'd probably have already clinched. But in the sixteen game era, a bunch of teams have clinched after eleven games. The eighty five Bears, um, the nineteen ninety seven Forty ers and the 2004, the 2004 Eagles, and the 2007 Patriots. So 11, 11, week 11 is in the 16-game okay. era. And now, of course, we're 17-game era. But um, so week 13 is is up there. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. quick. Um, you know, one of the fastest for sure. But, uh, yeah, because we, we have the biggest um, – the biggest, the biggest yeah, lead for sure. in oh, any yeah, for sure. in any division by in football. Far. So by yeah. far. So we win the division. It's an automatic guaranteed home game. So you asked me yesterday, you said, How do I root for the Packers? And I'm like, You don't. You root for the you root for the uh, the Eagles. Um, because we want the Packers to finish dead last. <laughs> yes. Like you said, it's, yes, that's <laughs> that's what we want. I you know, the number one seed is, you know, I, and like you said, I don't know that we ever got there anyways, but here's the thing. I honestly think, I honestly believe this, we can go to Philly and beat them if we have to. But I don't know that Philly makes it out. I don't know that Philly gets, you know, they, they we get to the NFC Championship game with Philly. Um, because the Philadelphia probably have to play, like, um, maybe the, the Cowboys in the second round or the 49ers were really hot. So um, I think I was li- looking at or listening to some, Playoff well, scenarios. Feels, it feels right now. I think we would be playing um, commanders. I think we play the commanders. I thought we played San Francisco, which would be amazing. No, no, San Francisco's moved up in the in the um, in the brackets now. They're not. They're like they're like in the. I think they're like the fourth seed or something like that. So, no, we would play the seventh seed or the eighth. We would play the last. We would play the very last team that makes it in because we are the highest seed playing on Wild Card Weekend. So I, I, I want to say I heard that today from some of the I don't know if it was Score North or one of the Minnesota podcasts that if the if the playoffs were today we would play the Commanders which I feel amazing about because they were talking about who don't you who don't we want to play and they're like well you know obviously the the Dallas is is a hard matchup and the Forty ers are a hard matchup and I'm like what's this hard matchup you mean they're just better than us I mean like, <laughs> right. I don't yeah. know well they're a tough matchup why because they have an amazing defensive line and our offensive line sucks they're just better than us it's not a bad matchup they're better than us I, I mean I, so yeah but 
Um, so yeah, so we, what was I say? We, we, yeah, we, we win the NFC North. So, oh, if, yeah, I think that if it comes down to it, um, number two seed, obviously we have home field until the NFC championship game. Um, if we, if we make it there, uh, but if, if somehow, some way the, the Eagles have to face, if, if the Cowboys go into Philadelphia and face them in the divisional round, some that, they can get beat. And then, and then it runs right through Minneapolis. Everybody comes to us. The Eagles are the only, now this is, if we stay two and Eagles stay one, you know, there's, a, there's still six games left. And so there's a chance, you know, if we, if we lose to the Jets, if we come to Detroit and they beat us and all of a sudden, you know, we're nine and four, then there might be some other teams that jump in that. We might end up with the third team. We are guaranteed, I would say, for all intents and purposes, we are guaranteed to win the division at this point. I'm going to call that now. We're going to, you know, your brother's going to be like, oh, what are you doing? Don't test the gods like that. <laughs> but we, I, I'm saying right now, we are guaranteed to win the division. No matter what, we host a um, wild, or a wild card round game in week one of the playoffs. So, um, but as a two seed, obviously, and we have all the way to the NFC Championship game. And I think we can go to Philly and beat them. I think that it would be a great – I think it would be an amazing game. I, we're not going to lay an egg like that again, and I think that we would have a little bit something for them. Um, and like I said, the defense is going to have to make some changes. And I and just the, 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 the verbiage and what I heard KOC say today in his press conference when asked about the defense – Basically, what I came away with is, yep, we are. We have to make some changes because we can't keep. He's talking about, yeah, you know, if we have any tendencies and if there's things that we can change, kind of schematically and you know, game plan and stuff like that. So he's he hears it. He sees that we are bad because ultimately, you know, people are calling for, and I'm one of them. Maybe uh, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna fire your defensive coordinator of a nine and two season. You know, the first year and defensive coordinator, but ultimately it comes down to KOC, like. He, you know, yeah, it's Ed Donatel, but KOC is okay with that. And maybe he's not okay with that. Maybe he, you know, two or three weeks ago said, yeah, this is not really working. But what do you do? You can't abandon it now. You're nine and two. I mean, we've made a way to make it work. Maybe, you know, maybe behind closed doors, KOC and, and Quasi, they're talking about it, you know, and, and KOC is looking at other people to take over for him, you know, next season. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the, how the journey ends here in the next six weeks. And then, of course, you know, how far we're going to playoffs and then what they do with Donatello if they can him right away and they bring in somebody else. But well I don't um, I don't I just, like I don't like the idea of shit canning him at mid season. No, no. That I sends a wrong message to the players yeah. that like panicking, like Yeah. Um, you know, uh, what I was gonna say earlier when we were talking about that is you know, schematically uh, it's not working, obviously. But yeah statistically we have a good fourth quarter defensively. And yes. I think that comes down to team mentality. I think the players just yeah. start stepping up. I, I think they just start mm-hmm. making bigger plays because, like, we can't let this happen. You know, and I think, yeah. I think that's one of the, un, un, you know. Well, un, and un, like I said, we're, and we're, we're number one in points scored in the fourth quarter. So I think, like you said, we're putting on some drives, Kirk's coming back, and then all of a sudden it energizes the defense. Like, okay, the offense is doing their part. Now let's get this together. Come on, boys. Let's go smack somebody in the mouth. Let's take care of business. It's like we're, you know, let, we're, let's win this game. We're procrastinators. Like it, it's going to get done. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to yeah. remind me every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we're going to. Yeah. It, it's going to get yeah. done. You know, it's like, yeah. and then yeah. the moment it's due, you're like, oh crap, we got to do this. Yeah, so that's that's, that's yeah. you know, we're winning these things um, last minute. But 
I mean, hey, if we can yeah. continue it right into the the Super Bowl, then so be it. But I just it, it seems like it's not tenable. Like it seems like you can't keep that up. But I mean, it, it yeah. is. I mean, you are what your record is, right? So yeah. we are nine yeah, and two, exactly. and there's yeah like a nine and two t- a nine and two team has, has every ability and right to go on to win a Super Bowl. So. It wouldn't be bizarre at all. So with that said, let's go into how we match up against the Jets and wrap this bad boy up. Um, we it, It's going to be a tough game. Um, I, I know that I said last week that, you know, we were going to win by 17. Your your prediction was much closer, obviously, of the you, – you predicted us by three. We won by seven. Um, so um, I think that, you know, I think that it was closer – I mean – I still felt pretty good about 17. I probably would have felt better about 14 uh, points, but um, I, I think that it was still kind of a better complete game. Um, the the Jets uh, are one of the top five defenses. Um, they have a new quarterback that came in, and he um, his name is uh, Mike White. And you know they're saying that he obviously he, it's been the best quarterback showing for a jet this season and they beat the bears 31 to 10. I mean, they, they beat them soundly. So the bears. Yeah. But what did we do against the bears? Not much. We beat them by <laughs> True, three points. I think or we something talked like that. that. Like you can't make those comparisons. Yeah, they no, don't, exactly. they don't, they don't exactly. pan out because yeah, the Patriots exactly were like, right. Oh, we should run all over Minnesota. They got shut out. They could only do, yeah. they could only get three points against Dallas. Well, yeah, how'd that work out? Yeah, you know. Yeah, the, so the Jets are seven and four. Um, they have a very good defense. Um, you know, I I think that the offense kind of turned a corner uh, this week. I think that they proved to themselves that um, the the Cowboys game was an aberration. Uh, I I don't you know talking hit Stephen A. Smith and stuff like that and you know whatever he just likes to run his his mouth, but uh, he can't stand Kirk Cousins. He can't you know he hates the Vikings and and based on. His argument is that based on the Cowboys, they're fake. They're just a fake team. Not not on anything else. Not the fact that we went into Buffalo and beat Buffalo. Not the fact that we beat the Patriots on Thursday night when he called for the Patriots, obviously, to win and beat a Bill Belichick team, put the most points up on a Bill Belichick team. I mean, everybody's talking about what a great mastermind he is. We went in, we we scored thirty three points. Like we 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 won. Like and it wasn't. You know, I, I felt like it was pretty handily. I mean, it, I don't. I never really got to the point where it was like. Oh man, here we go. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I felt you know they looked good. The offense looked the the offensive line showed out. So if we can continue to do that, um, you know, like I said, this Jets game I think is going to be pretty close. I don't know. You know, the new guy comes in. Sometimes they just the, the team play. Apparently, the team was really the 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 end of the other Jets quarterback was Zach. Um, what was his name? Um, Zach something or another, I think, or something. Like the guy that he he came in for, and um, yeah, and they're benching him over this Mike White. So the but the team apparently was calling for that, like they didn't um, Zach Wilson, they didn't want him in there or something like that, and so they kind of rallied around this Mike White. Now that you know we've seen that before, a flash in the pan, they come in one game and they show out and the team like rally, but now he's the starting quarterback, and so. Now he game plans. So now does he get into his head? Does he like, oh, no, you know, stuff like that? Because, you know, we've seen that before, too, where you just – you all of a sudden you peak because nobody sees you, and then, boom, 
obviously we have game film on him now. So, you know, KOC is doing his due diligence, uh, guaranteed. I, there's never right. a doubt in my mind that he is not prepared. Um, so, you know, they got the, the thing. So I think it's going to be a tough game. I think that we're, I think it's going to be fairly high score. Game. You also Honestly, got, I think it might be, you know, 27 to 20 or something like that. 27, 21 Vikings, something like that. We win by a touchdown or, you know, thereabouts. I, mean, I, I think the safe bet is to, uh, predict a win by one score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Um, we're favored right now. The fa- we're, we're favored by three right now. We the line is Vikings minus three. So, um, I mean, obviously, it's a winnable game. Uh, if if is we here? lose it, yeah, it's in Minneapolis. Yep, yep, um, yeah. And then we go on the road. We go to um, we come here. We come to we come, Minnesota comes to Michigan, and then I think we have another home game or two, and then it's uh, finished the season with Bears Packers, which I think uh, Justin have. Fields is out for the Bears. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is out for the Packers. Um, obviously, that last game of the season, um, we'll probably have everything sewed up, so uh, we probably won't even play our starters. Right. Um, you know, because what, what's the point? Why take a chance? We're going to have the division locked up maybe this week. The, the Lions play the Jaguars. Um, I don't know uh, what is the Jaguars' Man, record, could, but of course it could, go, it could go anywhere. The Jaguars are uh, four and seven. Yeah, so you know it's hard to say. I mean, the Lions are four and seven, but they're they've won three in a row. Oh, so let me tell you this. So I, I was I was unaware of this for the for the Lions. So apparently they had a quarterback, and his name was oh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna forget it now, but um, sixty some odd years ago. They had a quarterback, the Lions did, and they – I'm sure all the – if there's anybody Michigan fan, they'll know exactly they're screaming that right now. Like, ah, I can't you know it. Um, but the um, – they they let him go, and he cursed the Lions oh, that's and right. said that they uh, – Bobby Lane, Bobby Lane, 1957. Um, he, he said that he cursed the Lions and that they would not win for – 50 years. So 2007 was 50 years. So it's been 15 years. So 65 years and the Lions have not, you know, really won and stuff like that. So apparently, uh, you know, the show Peyton's place, which I've never seen those. Cause I don't even, it streams on some, probably a pay app or something like that. Peyton's place. It's um, I think it's uh, Peyton. You no, know, the Mannings. I don't know if it's both Mannings or pay. I think it's Peyton's place. So apparently I was unaware of this. They Peyton came, um, um, Peyton Manning came, and they had like a seance at <laughs> Ford Field or whatever the line is. It Ford Field, the Lions again, and they had like a they filled like a tub from what I hear a tub of like um, bourbon or whiskey or something like that because that's what Bobby Lane drank. Bobby Lane has since passed away, and they did all this stuff and they chanted all this stuff. The Lions won three straight after that. <laughs> 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 They're three for four with their loss coming on Thanksgiving, which. Dan Campbell's an idiot. Like, I don't know if you watched that game, but, like, his clock management at the end of that game was absolutely terrible. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty wild because I watched the game at a friend of mine's house, the guy that I hunt, good friend of mine, and um, they're big Lions fans and stuff like that. And so they were telling me about the curse. They're like, have you heard about the curse? I'm like, no. So they told me the whole the whole thing about Bobby Lane. That's and funny. 1957 and cursing team. And then Peyton does this, and they do all this kind of stuff. And then they win, they win three straight. So well, I can't say of course, I, all I, of I believe in any of that stuff. But, um, you know, the Vikings or the, the Lions aren't trash this year. They're good enough. And, you know, the Jaguars aren't doing anything in their division 
you know they're yeah. one and two in their division yeah. they're four and seven um yeah. so that, honestly it could be a good game to watch i mean i think it, it could might be, might yeah, be yeah, yeah. pretty evenly matched i i, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they win yeah. or lose on that one so i i don't i don't I'm not super confident because we need them to lose and us to win. So I'm not super confident that yeah. we wrap up the North this week just because yeah. I, I, feel, yeah. I feel like we're going to do our part, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, about, I think I'm not so sure too. about that. I mean, so yeah. yeah. They might, yeah. they might, they win. might be able to pull that win. So it might be, it might be next weekend, which would be kind of, um, would be kind of cool, you know, to win the division against the second team in the division, the lions. Like we come here, and the division is on the line, even though yeah, we beat them. And you know, I it's mean, it's done. It, it, it's really not on the line, but it kind of is. Like we win, and we win the division. We win the North. You yeah. know, so yeah. that would be kind of cool—a cool storyline. Um, I'm a little bit afraid of the Lions, um, to be honest. I mean, like I said, we they played us tough in the beginning um, in Minneapolis. They beat us last year, uh, the first win of the season. Um, you know, so they're the tough come to play. And like you said, they're not—they're not trash, trash. I mean, their record. It's four and seven, but they're in a lot of games. Like they're they're losing. I almost feel like they're like the Vikings of last yeah, year. Like they're losing say, a yeah. lot of one score games. You know and what? I, I really think it's the head coach. You know what? I wouldn't be mad at. I've always been kind of a closet Lions fan. Just um, yeah. I've just you know growing up watching Barry Sanders and and just yeah, not yeah. seeing him you know win was yeah. unfortunate. You know, um, and you know they've they've they're always the underdog. You know, I would yeah. not mind at all. If the next era for the NFC North is uh, always a battle between the Vikes and the, Lions, and the Lions and the Bears yeah. and the Bears and the Packers are just always sucking <laughs> just irrelevant, yeah. that'd be great. And if the Packers actually, could yeah. go back to what like the Packers were, you know, like in the eighties, where they're just dog shit, like that would be, you know, they become the new Lions. Like, oh god, yeah. would be, yeah. That would be, be the yeah, golden age. Be, I mean, it'd be the golden age. I wouldn't even yeah, be mad be at amazing, it. Like, I would yeah. be like. We get beat by the Lions, but like, fair enough. They, you know, they've been yeah. struggling. At least we've been in the conversation for the last twenty years. They haven't even yeah. been in the conversation the last, yeah, as you exactly. say, the fifty years. So yeah. So, so the Lions. Um, so just looking through their schedule, week one they lost by four. Um, week two they won by a point. Uh, week three they lost by ten. Uh, oh wait, no, 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 I'm looking at the wrong. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Week three regular season. Week one, week two. Oh, that was the preseason game. Okay. So week one they lost by three, yep, to the Eagles. Uh, week two they won by nine. Week three they lost to us by four. Um, week four they lost to Seattle by three. Uh, then they got smashed by the Patriots, twenty nine nothing. They lost to Dallas, twenty four six. And then they week eight Miami they lost by four. Um, they beat Green Bay. Um, they beat Chicago by one. So yeah, they're in a lot of these they one score they games. Got, they they, got, they barely got beat by the Bills. They got shut out by the Pats. Yeah, but so like I said, they I, I feel like they're kind of like the Vikings. But that, that would be amazing dude, for us and them to kind of be the rivalry, and then the Packers and Bears just fall, just fall, and just stay down there. Just don't come back. I mean, just, I mean, you can stay down there the rest of my life. I only have. What do I have? Maybe twenty five years left to live. I, that would be okay. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about Miami, and they didn't lose by much to Miami. Yeah, uh, obviously there's a ton of talk about uh, Buffalo. They didn't lose. They yeah. only lost by three points to Buffalo. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. they got blown out a couple times. So I mean, they're kind yeah. of all over the map this year. But like but, you said, it's hard to use that as a metric, but it shows that they're they're not just rolling over. They're not. They're not yeah, just getting. Yeah, they're not for just. Sure. You know. They're not the what are they the one in nine? What was who was that the Tennessee Titans or something? 
No, the Houston Texans. They're oh, not yeah. the Texans. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, they're not the Texans. Those poor guys. So, um, but anyways, so I think that we, I think that we beat the Jets. I think obviously, again, it's going to be just another close game. Um, if the defense makes some changes, it, it, it might be the two-score game that I've kind of been predicting. Um, I don't know that it's going to be 17. That was probably just a little pie in the sky Thursday night. I really thought that it, you know the defense would show up at some point because the defense didn't. The offense did what they had to do. Kirk showed up. Jefferson showed up. Delvin, terrible game. I think he only averaged like two point two yards a carry, like 22 carries for 47 yards. It was rough. Um, but I think they did enough to just open up the play action and some of that. But the but the line held up. So, um, yeah, I think we win by – maybe we win by 10. You know, maybe it's 27-17 or something like that. I don't think that we're going to just go crazy. But it'd be around 30 points, 30 to, you know, 27 to – somewhere between 27 and 33 for the Vikings. And I would say – Somewhere between seventeen and twenty-one, or twenty-three to the for the um, for the Jets. So, um, yeah, I, you know, definitely a winnable game, and I think that we will um, being at home again, and the fans just going crazy and being on this ride. And um, yeah, so I, I, that's that's my take on the Jets game. This quarterback, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see how he comes in, how he plays. Well, um, one thing he has going against him, at least in my opinion, is you know. Halfway through, it's hard for a quarterback to come in. You know they don't they don't yeah. they don't have experience. They've been riding the bench yeah. now. Sure, that maybe yeah. they've been studying uh, tape yeah. and they you know whatever. That's not the same as not living same. it. It's not no. the same as yeah. doing it. So yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it's an uphill battle. Not to say that he can't come in. And I mean, I agree. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be another victory. Um, yeah, yeah. But I don't think we run away with it. I would be okay. No. With that happening, yeah. um, I still feel like we're we still have room for improvement. I, I still don't think yeah, we're firing oh, on all sure. cylinders. Yeah. You know, we're no. um. So with that said, who knows what happens in the playoffs? You know, maybe it's that's yeah. where it starts clicking. You know, I don't maybe, know. Maybe yeah. And there's also I think know, it's going to come down to the defense. I really think it's just going to come back to the defense. Like um, I'm, yeah, I'm I think so seeing too. it more and more that we we're not going to be able to. I, I just don't feel like we can win these tough playoff matches with the defense giving up astronomical numbers. I mean, it just it's we can't be thirtieth in points or in yards um, allowed. I mean, I just I just I, it's not yeah you know talk about it, it's not sustainable. And I would say, well, you know, we always show up. And you know, the the motto there by KOC is that you're at your best when your best is required. And obviously, we've shown that in fourth quarter. We are fourth in points allowed and, you know, the big turnovers, the, you know, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, all of that is great. And uh, the turnovers, I mean, that kind of can be sustainable if the defense is swarming and, you know, all the different things and their ball hawks. It seems like, you know, we've got some pretty good ball hawks with Harry and with Pat P who's playing out of his mind for however old he is, 36 or something like that. Um, you know, so yeah, I, the potential is there, but, these the next six weeks to me is is okay. We know you're good. We're nine and two. The record is what the record is. I don't care how we got there. I don't care. You know, oh, they got lucky. No, no, no. We're nine and two. So we're going to win the North. We're going to be in the playoffs. So now let's. How do we adjust and tweak the defense to where okay now we feel good about ourselves going in the playoffs instead of. This bend don't break because we're gonna get we're gonna get busted up in the playoffs with the bend don't break. It's not gonna be any bending. We're gonna get busted. Yeah. Well, um, the the issue know. the issue is um, 
you're one and done. I mean, or not necessarily one and done, but you win. Yeah. Your, you lose. Win or go home. That's yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Win or go home. So there it's like no, you yeah, can't have yeah. a Dallas game like we need to bounce back. <laughs> there's no bouncing back. No, it's there's just, no bouncing back. Yeah. yeah you're just it, yeah. you're just done. So that that so the good, that the game good thing can't is, happen. Yeah. No. The good thing is for the defense is that um, we we've been on the they call the mini buy. We played Thursday night. You know, we have all of this week to the following Sunday, so we have like ten days off. So I'm sure that they've been resting and the people that have been hurt. So um, I think Christian Darisaw comes back. Um, who's the – oh, um, um, Dal- Dalvin Tomlinson on the defense is, is dead, like a, almost 100% sure that he's going to be back on defense. And he's huge in the run stop. I mean, like mm-hmm. huge. We've been getting run over since he's been out. The, we've been getting just run over. So um, Cam Dantzler, I think, is, is on his way back in the secondary – um, I think that maybe a Caleb Evans might be on his way back. Well, I think we're getting uh, we're getting healthy yeah. at the right time. So yeah, some of the some of the key pieces that we've been missing the last couple of weeks where we've really put up some big numbers like uh, Matt Jones and stuff, and you know the, these kinds of things, we're missing some key components on defense. I don't actually I don't think that Christian is back yet. I think he's the one with the con- two concussions. I think yeah he's the offensive line so. But the offensive line, if they play like they played last week against that great Bill Belichick front, Matthew Judon, the sack leader, 13 sacks on the season, and he doesn't even come close. I don't even – I mean, like – and they mentioned it. Like, we haven't called his name one time. And he's going against that rookie, the the fill-in for Christian Darisaw. And so I don't know what they did. I don't know if they worked on his technique. I don't know if they just brought a lot more help on that side. But whatever it was, it worked. So if they can continue to do that, it can sustain the offensive line and give Kirk time. You give Kirk Cousins time to find either Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, KJ. Ah, I could I could do without KJ Osborne. Sabretooth, Dalvin. I mean uh, Dalvin Cook out of the backfield. You give him five seconds instead of the two. You know, dude, he is going to light you up. I guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, he's that good and. The weapons that we have are that good. Between even just the big three, which I would say in my mind, the big three, obviously Justin Jefferson, Sabretooth, and Delvin Cook. Think of and how Delvin's many, not even having think a how great many yards year. JJ would have if we had the uh, Philly front line. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. If we had time to just or sit even back if we there had and Hawk wait. All like, season. Oh my if we'd had Hawk all season. Yeah. You know, to, to take some double teams in the middle of the field and stuff like that. I mean, JJ, the last couple weeks have seen, uh, you know, one, like single coverage and. Kirk's just throwing it up, and I love it. Like, yeah, give him the ball, dude. Like, just just throw it up, let him make a play. He's proven it over and over and over. Again. Absolutely. So, I think we win. I, I you know, it, one score, maybe, maybe there's some way if the offense line holds up and we give Kirk time, there's a chance we could win by ten. I think I don't. We're not going to win by much more than that. It's just not who we are. But I'm okay with that. You know, a comfortable game, a good game. I mean, you know, obviously you like the blowouts, but they're kind of boring. So. I don't want to be stressing out at Listen, the last second of every play. Part of me is still guarded, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The safe bet statistically is that we win by one score. But I also, yeah. with that said, I wouldn't be super shocked. I mean, I, I, I would be shocked if we had an absolute blowout um, yeah. on the right side. But I wouldn't be shocked if we had a sound, you know, 14 point yeah. victory, a two touchdown victory. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it could happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, yeah. it, it wouldn't be absurd. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the, the Jets defense is any better than New England. Now, obviously, right. they might do something more against JJ because 
Belichick just said, "We're just gonna we're just gonna guard him single coverage," and he let him up. I mean, only one touchdown, but still 100, 136 yards. Like he was making big play after big play, and and Kirk's just launching the ball up. Just go and get it, you know. So um, I don't like what we I said. You can't really can't really compare how one team plays against another against your team, you know. So yeah, you yeah. know, the Jets only yeah. put up three points against the Patriots. Of course, yeah. that was supposed to be Bill Belichick's great defense, which we scored yeah. against. So with yeah. that said, it's like, well, why can't yeah. we score more than, you know, why can't yeah. why can't we light up the Jets then? If the Patriots yeah. were able to do that with yeah. not that great of an offense, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they scored points against us, but we have one of the worst defenses in the league. Yeah. So statistically, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, for so, sure. But the Jets didn't score anything, so why couldn't you know what I mean? Like we, yeah. sh- we should yeah. outscore them. Yeah, are we going to hold them to yeah. three points? Not likely. But we sh- yeah. we should outscore them. We might outscore them, you know, pretty confidently. Handling. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing, I'll, we'll wrap it up with this. One thing you haven't said this week that maybe we are just that team of destiny. Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe we. Yeah. Maybe right. yeah. we never have a sound victory. You know, uh, yeah. maybe our defense yeah. rem- con- continues to just be shitty. But the yeah. balls bounce our way, uh, yeah. timely turnovers. Yeah, and I, at I the end of it, for... we're holding up the Lombardi Trophy. I mean, there, that yeah. can also happen. It's not. It's yeah. not an absurd thing to say. No, it's not an absurd thing to say. But I think for me, honestly, the it, it the the Super Bowl hype in my mind is coming down because. We're actually getting closer to this <laughs> yes. being a reality. <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> there, we have legitimate. I mean, like we're in the playoffs. We have home games. Like we're legitimately looking at a deep run. And so, I think that the the tep, the 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 you know cynic uh, and the lifelong Viking fan is actually more powerful than I give it credit for because I can't continue to just will myself to say, no, no, we're going to win. We're a team of destiny. We're going to win. We're gonna... Because now it's like, you know what? This is kind of real. Like well, the <laughs> issue, the issue becomes is that whole thing, win or go home. So it, it, yeah, you can't, you can't look at like, there's no schedule to look forward to as far as like, well, that team's not that good or that team lost to this team. So we have, no, you're in the playoffs. These are all top tier teams now, and yes, and yes. regular season records do not matter in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah, matters yeah. in the playoffs. Well, it's just, only, I mean, the home the home field the home field matters. The home well, field okay, matters. yeah, we determine that home field does matter, but point yeah, point yeah. being, like your record doesn't matter. Like no, 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 um, no, no, no. It, but your record gets you. This is why a wild field. card when you're in, you have yeah, just as good in. of a shot. Yeah. You're in. Yeah. You got to take it. Didn't you the Patriots chip in a chair? Didn't the Patriots go in as a wild card last yeah. year? Uh, I know if it was last year. It was a few years ago they did. Yeah, yeah. One of the years with so, Brady, yeah, they they snuck, and it was yeah. like they snuck into a wild card too. I think it yeah. wasn't even that. Yeah. Like, and then yeah, and then next thing you know, they're hoisting up that trophy. Yeah. So, yeah. um it can be done, but that's that's. But with that said, we had to look out for that because there's some good teams yeah. that are going to yeah. be wild cards, exactly. like probably San yeah. Francisco. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah, um, yeah. Well, no, San Francisco probably yeah. win their division, but um, well, that yeah. NFC yeah. South, Dallas could be a wild card, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, hell, that right whole now, that whole division might be in the playoffs. The East, the NFC East. Yeah, <laughs> they right now they would be. Right now, all four teams in the NFC East would make the playoffs because That's they're the strongest crazy. division in the NFC. It is, but yeah, and we would end up playing, like I said, the Commanders, who is at the bottom of that division. That's the Commanders, the Giants, um, Cowboys, and the Eagles. 
So, um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, like I said, I mean, there's still six weeks left. You know, playoffs are a little ways away. We'll know more, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks. If we don't, if it doesn't happen this week, then we'll know, you know, by the, the following week, I think it'll be on the line. Obviously, the Vikings, um, Lions, it'll be on the line for that. So uh, that would be nice to win it that way. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel good about this week. Obviously, I, you know, I, I, I'm very confident that we're going to win. Um, and then going forward, we'll, we'll just kind of play it week by week because um, – It'd be you know, a nice, but I hate to root against um, Detroit, but I, I will next yeah. week because it would be really nice yeah. to have us the first team to clinch, yeah, very, yeah, just to look, just to, clinch, yeah. just to, yeah. and I'm expecting this. So just to yeah. watch the disrespect that the team gets, yeah. Even though yeah. we're the first team, they'll watch go to the national to, media to clinch it up. Saying, yeah. But you know, we're just going to yeah. go. Oh, they're they're you know, a that's fake, what we should do. That's what, I, that's what I they're, should probably do. I should probably. Um, I should probably start getting some clippings from the national media, like start watching some more of the, the talking heads and see their viewpoint just so we can um, kind of see what they're saying and maybe bring that maybe next week, maybe after we clinch. If we clinch next week, if we clinch Sunday, then I might start digging that and just seeing what they're saying. And then as we go forward in the playoffs, give a little blurb of, hey, this is what Stephen A. Stisman, this is what so-and-so said, this is what so-and-so said, um, just so you know, kind of see what kind of vibe we're getting from the next. There's some, there's some that are on. You some know, people, they, they have, some people have changed. Football, their, some some people have changed the tune. Now going back to that yeah. uh, cowherd, he, um, um, I saw a thing today. He's like, "What did I say at the beginning of the season? The Vikings are going to double their wins this year. That's right. They're yeah, gonna, yeah. they're gonna separate themselves from the Packers, yeah, and yeah. this is what it's happening. You know, um, yeah, I feel true. like he yeah. has been the only mm-hmm. one." That and he hasn't like jumped fully on board, but he's given yeah, them some yeah. accolades. He's like, but they keep yeah. winning, but they're this, but they're that, and so yeah. he hasn't been throwing shade at him like almost yeah. everybody else has. Good now, morning football really likes him. The girl that runs that, or that's like the main girl in there, she's from Minneapolis. She listens to some of like the Score North podcasts and stuff like that. Um, and then the Matt Schrager and these other guys, they um, they really like the Vikings. They're really big on the Vikings, but well. Honestly, they can all go to the wayside. I just want, uh, however it works, somebody's got to beat Dallas. Maybe we beat him in the yeah. NFC. I don't care. We got to shut that skip idiot up. Yeah. I can't stand him. I cannot yeah. stand him. He has yeah. become my public he enemy number him. one. Yeah, <laughs> he's so annoying yeah. with his team, his Cowboys. Shut the yeah, fuck up, dude. He drives, yeah. he drives me nuts. Yeah. We'll get there. I mean, you know, like I said, we we still got we still got six weeks of enjoying the regular season and uh, see where we're at. We're in amazing shape, obviously. Like I said, we're the closest to winning our division. Um, you know, second best record in the NFL. A lot of things going. We're getting healthy on the defensive side. Some of the guys that have been banged and bruised, they're coming back. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, the sky's the limit, really. It just it really is. And if we can stay healthy and this week I'm interested to see what the defense does, if they bring more pressure. They brought pressure Thursday night against um, the Patriots, and it worked. So uh, maybe we start bringing some more pressure. You know, KOC says, hey, Donato, you know, sorry, man. You know, we got we to gotta shake this up. Um, you know, he, you gotta KOC assume, you gotta is just assume, amazing. I mean, he's really you, amazing. You got to assume Donatello. Is that his name, Donatello? He's a teenage. Donatello, yeah. He's a, he's a yeah. teenage yeah. Mute Donna ninja Shell. turtle. When I listen to that Donatello, I'm like, is he the fifth mute uh, turtle? Donatello? Hey, Donatello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he's yeah. going to have to take that staff and do some bow wins. But you got to assume <laughs> that he wants to win, too. So, like, it, it, well, I refuse to believe yeah. that he's just 
sticking to the plan. Like he's he's got to yeah. be trying to make adjustments. You would, I mean, yeah. one would hope. You know, like, you would hope. So yeah. we'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, and it kind of. So the, what's your this, prediction? This mini, this mini gonna... buy is kind of nice, but it's also a drag. Yeah. But I have to wait now. Yeah. You know, yeah. for the week to watch. Well, at least it's again. not a Monday night. At least it's not a Monday yeah. night game. That yeah. would really be bad. Yeah. You know, like yeah, that would yeah. be tough. Or even a Sunday night game. Like you're waiting all days. Those Sunday night games are tough because you know I'm like football, you know, and it's like what am I going to do all day till eight thirty, and then I got to get up and go to work at five o'clock the next morning, you know. So, um, so I'm glad for a one o'clock game, uh, one o'clock here on the East Coast, um, you know. New I'll be or whatever for the Vikings. So. I'll be watching it at the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show. So, oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. Right. come on yeah. down, say hi. Yeah. I'll be at the Future Anglers of Minnesota booth. Uh, I'll be Very down good. there. Everybody goes down there. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's where I will be on Sunday. So I won't be able to. I'll be I'll be here watching it at home, staring at my new Euro mount that I just got back today. Very, very thankful for that. I'm sure my most people will find that we've a. Talked about. Most people at the uh, ice fishing show will probably. Uh, oh, I'm sure the game will be on. <laughs> yeah, it, they, yeah, they will all find a TV, and for those yeah. uh, two hours, there won't be as much traffic coming by the table for sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure we'll just no, have a. a I'm sure we'll have a phone up uh, watching it. But predictions. Yeah. Um, so last week I just went with my gut. Uh, it was three. Oh, we ended up by seven. That was great. So one score. Um, th- honestly, the first number that popped into my head when I thought about it was 10. So I'm going to say we win by 10. You win by 10, but no score. Vikes win by 10. We just win by 10. Yeah. I don't I'm kind of feeling the 10, too, but the last time we were feeling the same thing. I think we were both feeling 10 before oh, one couple weeks ago, and it was not. So well, um, I think we're artificially. <laughs> that might have been the Dallas game. <laughs> it was Wasn't the it Dallas game. It was. Game it was. We were, we it was. were both saying, I feel like 10. But, yeah, yeah. I, I think that um, – I think it's like 30 to maybe maybe 21, 32, 33 to 21, 24 possibly. But I think you're right. I think it could be this could be the two score could be the two score win right here um, at home, you know, and be a good send off before we. That'd be nice. I mean, head on I, the road. Again, not, I, I wouldn't be but, surprised if we win by three either. I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I do. I, I'm feeling a win. Yeah. We uh, win. I know that. We win. We win. I know that much. So I know we win. So. Very good. We definitely should. So let's just yeah. go with that. All right. We will talk to you next Skull week. Everybody out there. Sure. School likes. Whatever Skull likes. Your Keep up passion. the positive. Yeah, whatever your passion. Pursue it. Full scale or Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.